There it is. <laughs> We're all here. Yeah, Hello. I still don't. I still don't hear the music. Oh no! No, nope. what's up? Oh, there it is. Sorry, my headphone wasn't plugged in properly. Yeah. Hello there. <clears throat> Hi. Um, this, this is the show. Yeah, this is Brenny because we didn't do that last time. And I'm Melissa. And we have. Hey, I'm Aaron. Yeah. I'm uh, guest. <laughs> she only ever talks that excitedly for the whole time, so that's what you Great. have to. <laughs> Uh, and this is We Like Stuff, and, and so, so should, should you. you. Uh, a show where we talk about the stuff that we like, and we just hope that you also like it, because yeah. it's generally good stuff. Do you have any mini like, little likes, little likes today? <laughs> the whole show is a mess. <laughs> Our name is different in five different places. Um, yeah, actually, like... Um, Really, like, simple, like, phone games. Like the Penguin? Yeah! <laughs> I mean, that one's riddled with ads, so it's kind of annoying. But yeah. I, I found this Penguin game, it's like called Penguin Isles. And you just show up, and there's, like, an iceberg, and a penguin's on it. And it's just like, hey, here's some money. Uh, build a fisherman. And it's you just build, like, a little iceberg kind of pops up beside it, attached to the land. And... Um, there's just uh, a penguin with like a fisherman's hat and like a fishing rod, and he's so just like. So it's penguin tycoon. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. At, at some point, like you, you're just getting money, and then you're just watching these penguins because you're you just gotta wait to get money. It's great, hmm. but there's like a different game that you also know about. It was about chickens, and oh, you yeah, just press chicken. a button, and chickens come out of their little coop. Yeah, their coop into like. I don't know what the words are, like it's the like barn. A barn. Yeah, and then they just make eggs, and you just sell. Like, there's just like a truck that comes by every once in a while that sells the eggs, and you just have upgrades for that, and it's really stupid. Yeah. But you get to press a button, and like dozens of chickens, you just hear them all squabble about, and that, that's just like the best part of the game, just watching them run and yell. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah. What about you, too? Um. I'd say that my mini like today is, uh, or a little, <laughs> my little like is, uh, big. Trademark. <laughs> it's, uh, big comfy sweaters. Mm. Yeah. I love big comfy sweater that is very big and that you can go in and. Very easily. Yeah. And then just be warm. It needs to be roomy and thick. Yeah, uh, to an extent. And soft, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those things. That's my little, like, how about you, Erin? It can be anything that you mm. just enjoy. Maybe something you Lately, enjoy. Lately, I've been really enjoying a new show. Oh. It's called uh, Kim's Convenience. Oh. I think, I, what is CBC that? CBC show? I've heard about it. I, I just, uh, yeah. It's on Netflix, so you can watch Ooh. it there. Um, takes place in Toronto. It's actually set in Toronto, so... Yes, Toronto gets name-dropped. You can also see lots of things from Toronto, which is fun. And uh, it's just a really great show. That's it's awesome. about a family who owns a convenience store. They're Korean, Canadian, and they're awesome. Like, just the character development's great. No, that's good. That's great. Just the family dynamics. There's also just, like, fun, like, dad and mom humor. Mm. But also, Love like, that. younger kids. It's, it's very difficult very to pull good. that off, like, appropriately and, like, with not cringy, not cheesy at all. Yeah, yeah, and it's sometimes it's cheesy in purposeful ways. It kind of reminds me of like Schitt's Creek in that way. Yeah, right. okay, that's where good. it's kind of like Canadian style humor, mm-hmm. but it's not like a 
You were Canadian. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, and I definitely recommend it. So yeah, it's my little like. Neat. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's um, great. Have to check that out. Yeah, it's only half hour. Like, That's great. Like, like That's why it's a little like. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, half hour shows in general are a little like for They're me. They're so good. Because you can just fit them in every once in a while. I agree. <laughs> well, shows have become so, like the standard has become an hour, especially because of streaming. Mm-hmm. So to have a half hour show, you can burn through like... Mm-hmm. Upwards of, sorry, up to, I have to fix that because I keep saying upwards and it doesn't mean what I want it to mean. You can burn through <laughs> up to like four to six and it feels like so much, but it's like this is only three other episodes of a different show. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Or maybe, maybe but even once more. Once you watch three episodes of you an can't. hour show, you, you can't stop. Yeah. That's the problem. Because there's too much happening in, in those hour yeah. shows. Yeah. But then I you think like... it's safe to say we all binge show watching. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the real societal issue going on. Yeah, honestly. At this time. There's too much media. Way too much good media. Very accessible. It's, yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, moving forward. I'm pretty sure I went first last time. So, okay, so do I go first? Or we can let Aaron have, unless you're very scared because you haven't been on the show before. I'm not scared. I'm just not really sure about the format. So, okay. well, But it's up to you. Whatever yeah. you think would be best. I'm up for whatever. Well, how about, okay. how about Melissa can lead and you can sure. follow and then I'll close. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, my Ugh, thing today. Sounds like a sale. I'm sorry. This <laughs> made me feel gross. It's, it's fine. Um, my thing today is something that is really cool, and, <laughs> and, and I picked it especially because um, Aaron also knows about it, so you oh. can also talk about it. Um, and it. My thing is the salt mine near Krakow oh. that Aaron and I both went to um, and when we were there. And I, I can't remember how to pronounce the name of it because it's a Polish name. And not, Is it one of those names that <clears throat> seems like it seems like it shouldn't exist, but you can actually pronounce it like very appropriately if you know how? I mean, it's like this. Mm, oh, that's not as... No, that's, I feel like that's just it's Polish. Polish. Can no, because isn't there like isn't there like a mountain or a volcano somewhere that's like, uh, like pretty much like like forty letters long and but like it, there's yeah. a full. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Well, it's like every Welsh town is like. So mm, long. That's it. Um, yeah. I mean, basically, it's really cool. If you look up a picture of it, it's incredible. Um, Aaron and I went on a tour there, and um some really notable cool things about it um started in the medieval times in like the 12th century um when they started salt mining there super dangerous but like really cool we got to see some of the um like paths that they had made for the miners to go down into the mine and they were really small and treacherous and horrifying um <laughs> and dark and and dark yeah it's a scary place um but like at that time salt was salt was one of the most precious minerals oh yeah it was like worth more than like gold so as it should yeah. be 
So <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, well, let's, let's, not generally... up, let's not screw up the salt market just over this conversation. Yeah, well, the reason we why... We have a lot of sway. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons why the salt... Because they don't actually produce salt there anymore. They only get salt from, like, evaporating the mm. water that they have to move from the mine. Otherwise, there'd be flooding. Um, and the reason for that is, one, because salt isn't worth as much as it used to be, and also because of flooding, it's not as sustainable to keep mining down there. So, so like, like they reached a certain point where just water would pour in, and it's like, we gotta stop. Yeah, like, but that... I think they kept mining there up until, like, the uh, 70s, or... Oh, God. Pretty the, recent. Pretty recent, or, like, the 2000s, I don't know. Yeah, That's, I think it was later than the 70s, Yeah, I don't remember. I had the information on my phone, but now it's not... Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, and... I promise I, like, did, like, a lot of reading before I came here, and now it's, like, who knows what's happening. Um, Other cool things, the salt in that mine is from, like, 14 million years ago. Wow. Which is really... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um... heard 14 in years, and I was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's the million. million. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, and I think the mine stopped in 2005, actually. That sounds more right, but that's wrong. I'm sorry. Um, that sounds, that sounds, <laughs> sounds about right. Sounds pretty right to me. Um, it's also a, a UNESCO heritage site because it's really cool. Um, I feel like I have like so many cool things I want to talk about about it that I'm like going back and forth everywhere. Um, but I guess like when you go on a tour there, the first thing you do is you have to walk down like over 300 stairs to go like down into, I think it's like 135 meters below, um, the surface. Um, and does it, does it feel different down there? Like just going that depth? It's cold. It's but, cold. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 350 stairs, to go down the 135 meters mm-hmm. but overall on the whole tour it's like 800 steps oh just because of like the like you how go, long <clears throat> yeah you go down further and like into different areas but the initial part of the tour is you just walk down 350 mm. stairs um but yeah the mine is super cool um one of the really cool things about it is that they have a huge chapel that's just completely carved out of salt and yeah it was wild they had whole like murals and like pictures just made out of salt i mean like was it like pseudo stained glass like was it you should google a picture for yeah yeah uh everyone should look it up because honestly it's it sounds amazing yeah, like and the, it doesn't look like how you think it would look, like the salt. Like, it doesn't look like... Like typical salt or... Like, looks does like, it looks like rock. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, this is what it looks like in there. Like, that, everything is salt. salt. That's salt. nuts. The floor... If you lick it, it's salty. Yeah, yeah, and you can lick the walls because salt's a disinfectant. So. Even the chandeliers are like... No. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, we licked the walls when we were there. Oh, yeah. No, I was talking. You were going on about the chandeliers, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, the chandeliers made out of salt crystal. Mm. All of the little bits." I don't but like yeah. human ingenuity. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's Poland's honestly also very Catholic, so it's like. It's yeah. a well, this is cool. But like so, like so. Was, you can also go there for Sunday mass. Oh, yeah. I was just about to ask. Was it something that 
they had because they were mining so deep and they wanted like a quick and easy thing or they still use it then like yeah ev- like daily yeah no every sunday well sorry, my bad i don't know actually yeah i don't know how often they hold mass yeah i thought it was it's every... definitely sunday but yeah mm-hmm. but yeah That's they could nuts. hold it more often Anyway, um, I thought I knew way more facts about it, so I was researching it for quite a while. And I was quite impressed with what you. <laughs> I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. Um, another cool thing is that there's like salt lakes under, um, in there. Is it like super buoyant? Is it like dead yeah? Sea? Well, there's it's it's so buoyant because it has to have the maximum amount of salt in the water that the water. Molecules oh, it's fully can hold. saturated. Otherwise, it would start to disintegrate the walls. Mm. So it's actually so buoyant that there is a story of um, some, like, during World War II, I think, or before, I don't know, that there was, like, these Nazi soldiers having a party, like, in the mine, and they, like, tipped over in their boat, but they fell under the boat, and then they couldn't swim back under it because they were so buoyant that they were stuck under the boat. So now they don't do boat tours there anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah. But like, I'm asking you, like, you're one of the the tour guides, so it's fine if you don't know. <laughs> do they have to add more salt like over time to make sure it doesn't start eroding the walls? Well, or like, I don't think more water goes in there. So oh, okay. It's that's, like it's okay. like a stagnant body of water. But yeah, if it's so salty as well, it's like not. It's not like anything's really gonna go yeah. in there. I don't yeah. remember how what kind of bacteria can grow in it's, super salt it environments. It completely it's void completely of anything. Yeah. yeah, but it's really cool. And another cool thing about it is that, like, they have a big ballroom there, too. So people can have prom there and, like, you can have a wedding and, like, banquets. It's, like, wild. But you have to go down into this, like, mine. Mm-hmm. And the elevator is pretty scary. And the steps are <laughs> it's plentiful. It's very scary. <laughs> yeah. it's, oh, because it's, it's a mining elevator, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty horrifying. Um, I'm not scared of things. I was like, this is a little suspect. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, a really interesting fact about it, too, is that, like, they used to have horses in these mines, which I found, like, really what? fascinating. What? And they, like, used to bring them down by this, like, pulley system. <laughs> just, like, fish lining horses down well, a mine. you put them, like, in a sling, and then you'd, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then I send them down. And the last horse left the mine in 2002. Alive, I hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a valid Uh, question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was the last horse that was in the mine. So that's that's what did they do in the mine? Like, I I imagine they probably like helped move material, but like so recently. Um. Yeah. Well, the mine was still like operational, but mm. part of the thing was was that they were worried for a long time, because um, in the 1970s there was only two horses that were left in the mines in Poland, um, and the last one left the salt mine on um, 2000 in 2002. Uh, oh, that whole but, mine is a salt rock for the horse. So. Yeah, but, um, but they were actually really worried about the horse leaving because of how it would acclimatize to like living above the oh. ground because it had spent its entire like because they, they bred oh. the horses down there too, right? So it spent its its entire life in the mine. It probably thought it literally like literally went to heaven. It was like well, what? Grass. Yeah, but, yeah, they were no. like probably yeah, true, probably. 
But anyway, it's like a wild, it was like a really wild and interesting tour. And it's like, like nothing else I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. I've been in other mines too, but that was very different. Yeah, it was so cool. And it was like all these things that they did in like medieval times and like the 12th, 13th century when it started. And I think in the 13th century, it really started to pick up and become like a real place because like the king was really involved in it. Mm. But, um, yeah, like, all these weird jobs, like, turning a, like, wheel and stuff, you have to do that for, like, eight hours. <laughs> it's, like, it's horrible. Oh, yeah, because it it's way back when, so, like, straight manual labor, there's no... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, and there'd be people who'd have to crawl in in the morning with, like, torches and, like, burn all the <laughs> methane gas so that people wouldn't die. It's, it's yeah. scary and wild. But yeah, I think that just go- kind of goes along like l- life in general, like hundreds of years ago, like the smallest thing just to just to do like simple like like simple mechanical things. It's like it was a whole it was like someone's job to just r- effectively run a hamster wheel just to make sure something would move. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Well, mm-hmm. it yeah. needed to. But for like eight hours a day, that's all they did. Just like turn a wheel. It's like those big ogres in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Just open the door. That's all their yeah. job is. <laughs> Nothing else. Oh yeah. yeah. The hardest audio. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it was wild. It yeah. was really cool. And I remember when we went, I had like a really big canker sore on the inside of my mouth. Oh yeah. And so when I was there, I was just like kept getting salt and just rubbing it <laughs> on the inside of my mouth. The next day. I felt fine. <laughs> Canker sore was literally gone. Yeah. I was like, it healed me. The magic of of the mines. Yeah. yeah. And breathing in all that salt air. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It must have been a dope couple of days and you like, to, and then to revert. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was very cool. Very no, it sounds fun. amazing. It yeah. was really cool. Does Canada have any mines worthwhile? Because I'm sure we have salt mines or regular. Just any. I don't. We have tons of mining in yeah. northern Ontario. I was thinking like yeah. the Canadian Shield and stuff like that, but like diamond like mines. Copper. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have copper, right? I don't know about copper. Probably. Yeah. Like in Sudbury, there's tons of nickel. Yeah. Oh, nickel. Mm. I was thinking about nickel. Because like I, never, I just never thought about it, and everything like north of, basically, like us, maybe an hour north. It just it, it doesn't exist in my head because I had never been there either. And it's just like I'm, I know people are there. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're all right. But like, mm. yeah, but it's quite remote. Yeah, compared exa- to where we are. Exactly. And there's yeah. not many reasons to, you know, go Unless experience you're going my- tourism in yeah. those areas. Yeah. Um, I have because my dad really loves to travel in Ontario. So as a kid, we <laughs> went to lots of was random it, places. Was it worthwhile? It was interesting. I learned a lot about the country. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But there's pretty much so many northern towns in Ontario. And I say northern with kind of quotation marks there. Because mm. uh, north is more of a concept than an actual place. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're mostly mining towns. Yeah. Mm. And not only does Canada have a lot of mines, but Canadian mining companies dominate mining operations worldwide. Yo. And there are... In a bad way. Oh, yeah. never there mind. There are lots and lots yeah. of um, negative impacts of Canadian mining countries and mining companies in lots and lots of other countries. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. So that makes sense. Last week, Quick actually had an AGM where um, someone from Mining Watch Canada came in and did a talk on deep sea mining. 
Which uh, I didn't even know was a thing. I know about like that. Kilometers and kilometers down. Yeah. Quite it's, wild. It's what pretty what bad. What are they mined for down there? Um, metals. Hmm. So cobalt is a big one, uh, which is involved oh. in batteries. Mm-hmm. And, w- nickel and, and cobalt, yeah. Nickel and cobalt, yeah. Um, but it's quite bad. So they're trying to pretty much destroy the seafloor. Yeah, like. You, and you, no one knows the consequences, but obviously they're going to be dire. Because like there's there's no quick way around it, especially at those depths and at like with the the, the environment of water, it's just like do it the best you can. It doesn't matter how. Mm-hmm. There's no other real way to to do it. No, and it's water, so everything's right. <laughs> yeah, just right? It just like exactly. And they have these things that are like kind of like chimneys that come out of the seafloor that mm. just give off this like gaseous thing that's all full of metals. And so they want to just destroy them and just like get all of the metals coming out. And there's also these. I don't know all the technical terms, but they have these like weird metallic like things on the bottom of the seafloor that like the mining companies describe as like holding a battery. Like that's how precious the metals are in these things. And they just mm. want to like pretty much like strip mine the seafloor. Yeah, it's quite. That's horrifying. It's yeah. horrifying. It's I didn't, horrifying. I didn't realize it was like for a lot of metals because I know there's a lot of deep sea Mining for well, mining is I guess the wrong term, but like um, oil drilling and stuff like that. Yeah, like, so that's not as deep. Yeah, like really? oil drilling. This is like the oh no. There's no mines this deep yet, but they wanna. There's a Canadian ah. company has a contract outside of Papua New Guinea to do this, but they've gone bankrupt, so it's kind of like sold. Yeah, but someone got yeah, it right. Like that, so that means, like, means the, someone else could potentially buy it, yeah. or yeah, it's it's quite horrifying. That's yeah. spooky. And the person from Mining Watch Canada, too, talked a bit about how if you go to certain countries with, like, Canadian flag on your backpack, they'll be like, you shouldn't have that here. Yeah. Like, we were really against Canadian mining. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. It's not a narrative you hear a lot about in Canada. Yeah. I was no. about to say, like, that's the first time I've ever heard it's a bad thing to be a Canadian. Somewhere else, relatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of reasons it's bad to be Canadian, but like, what's not? But that's not what the show is about. A lot of us don't know what those reasons are. Sorry. Yeah, I, no, no, no. I think it's should have expected bringing me on your radio no, show. I, think, happen, it, I think it's super interesting, <laughs> and I think it's like worth worth it talking about. But it's like, yeah, you know, we can take it out of my time. <laughs> no. no. No, we want to hear all about your thing. What is your thing that yeah. you like? What's your thing? I think it's volleyball. Oh, Yo. Great. I don't get to talk about volleyball a lot, and I feel like you two don't talk about sports not all, what, all that often because like i again like i don't care about sports in like a national sense but like i love playing sports it's mm-hmm. so fun it's the greatest that's how i feel yeah yeah i don't really like follow sports mm-hmm. i don't buy too much into commercial pro sports mm-hmm. and stuff like that but playing volleyball is one of my favorite things to do sports in general are great but volleyball has a special place in my heart because it's a very unique sport so you just get into it? Yeah, yeah just, talk, just do whatever you want. Ahead. Feel free to oh, jump in and ask questions throughout. Great. Please. All right, Miss Expert. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess I'm a little bit of an expert in volleyball. <laughs> I've been playing since I was 12 on a rep team, and which is pretty much the, at least at the time I played, that was the youngest you could be. Like, that was the youngest Ooh. age group available. Right. Uh, I started playing in Toronto and then played there for most of my um, high school elementary high school until i've moved to a club in oakville and then i played at trump university for four for years ever, for yeah. still kind of that, that, I, like, do now you play i the, just play the, the, recreationally the rep team, yeah. 
so some as, adult volleyball leagues. As a question that I've never asked before, what mm-hmm. made you choose volleyball as like or did you a have child? Because like that's like a weird sport. Like it not is. weird, but like as a twelve year old to be like, I'm going to play rec, you know, or not rec <laughs> yeah. rep um, volleyball. Yeah, and it's not a very common sport where I grew up. Yeah, uh, I started playing because my dad. I actually wanted to play hockey. Um, I started playing soccer when I was younger, like maybe eight or something. Yeah. Um, but I had a few friends who played hockey, and I really, I loved to skate. I really wanted to play hockey. Mm. And my dad said, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hockey's too expensive. Ah. Uh, you're going to play volleyball instead. Right. So. That kind of makes sense. I'll, I'll, like, yeah. I feel like looking at a lot of sports, too, hockey, if you're not aggressive about playing, you're not going to do well. And I don't. You have to seriously, seriously commit to Yeah, like, and it's not that you don't, like, like, the amount of any generic or general training of just regular sports is still a lot, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to fight someone for a, like, yeah, I'm not going to, like, toss them down just so I can win this game. I'm just like, I, I want to play. Yeah, and we could talk about that <laughs> a little bit, the non-contact nature of uh-huh, volleyball, too, yeah. makes it quite unique. Um, but, yeah, so I started playing when I was 12, my dad... Um, my dad was a basketball player his whole life, but he started playing volleyball in his 20s as an adult. Um, nice. He learned how to play and then fell in love with the sport and, and then coached it. For Yo. He coached at schools and club. He coached my brother. Not my brother. He coached what my do you sister mean? and then me. What do you mean by club? You, you said uh, that like Club is times. like rep. Sorry. That's okay. I don't know. Do you know like rep? Um, yeah. So it's yeah. like, like kind of like not house league. Oh, but, yeah. but you like, have to like try out to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, we're we're actually trying though. Like, if yes, you're, if you're coming like to play for us, competitive. <laughs> yeah. So cool. in volleyball, there's certain like tiers, or used to be called tiers, of of competitiveness uh, that you have to achieve to play. Yeah, totally. at the top levels, whatever. But it's all called club. It's like the, <laughs> no, well, the lingo. Yeah, no. Um, so, anyways, that's how I started to play. My dad is my assistant coach throughout my. Um, elementary high school kind of club career which was fun and um yeah i really like the sport for a few reasons first of all it's quite difficult yeah volleyball is one of those sports where at the beginner level it's quite horrible to watch (laughs) yeah and i find it horrible to play um with people who like haven't played the sport a lot Mm. yeah because of the nature of keeping the ball up in the air it's really hard to cooperatively play a game yeah if someone's just like serve miss serve miss yeah serve shank like uh, pass it off into nowhere like yeah i like i don't know i played it a little bit when i was like younger and i always like found it really fun but like i didn't know how complicated it was until i have like watched you play or like learn more through like us being friends i was like this is there's so many complicated moves to do with it's it. very complicated and it's like yeah. so every time i played it was not team oriented at all it was very much like if you get the ball you just hit it over <laughs> if it was coming to you yeah. get it away from you <laughs> there's, no, there's no like oh set people up for success yeah, you're playing like, badminton yeah volleyball net yeah exactly exactly yeah and and, and volleyball is very different of a sport between like a beginner level and a really competitive level mm-hmm. like it's right. totally transforms or something like soccer basketball you kind of have the same things happening mm-hmm. volleyball it's like totally different mm-hmm. i would argue between a beginner level and oh yeah and a high level well, yeah, because even yeah. like even the way you have to make sure you hit the ball or or like vault it it like Vault it? I, I don't... Well... Volley? Well, yeah. It doesn't matter! It's not like you're talking about gymnastics. Well, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what the appropriate word is. Because, like, if, you, if you're just... Yeah, if you're... 
hitting the ball with like your arms or your wrist or your hands or anything like that. But like this, when you like pop it up like that, it seems like you're vaulting it. To volley, but yeah, you are kind of. It's. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll. Yeah, I, you're, you're setting it up. Yeah. Usually, for hopefully, to, to hopefully, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, to hit it over the net. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's difficult, and it takes really precise skill to yeah. put the ball where you want it. Because um, unlike a lot of sports, too, most sports you either like catch the thing or you get possession. You have of a the bit thing, of control, and then you take it yeah. and do something with it. Volleyball, right. something's you're you're taking into account how the ball is coming towards you, and then you have to hit it in a way where it goes somewhere different, right? In a precise spot, right? So you're taking a lot into account, yeah. And then someone else's timing, like their jump, where they take off, how high they jump, the timing of it, based on what you're doing. Like there's so many moving parts happening mm-hmm. all at once. And it's there's a lot of chemistry. It's so yeah, cool to involved. watch. Like when we watched, because I don't think I was there when I. I don't think I ever seen you properly play. Probably not. Um, but I when when Trent, um, actual players were playing people who. What is the, there's so many words that I'm a missing. Varsity. Thank you. Yes. Because like yeah. when Alex was playing, and then like but their team were just like people that used to. Be oh, on our the alumni team. game. Yes. Oh, right. that's, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, watching that. Um, and just, like, seeing everybody just, like, like pop a movement, whether or not it was useful, just because they were ready to be, like, there was just so, like, everybody was ready. Like, everybody. Yes. It was, in, it's insane. It is. And you don't know, like, the setter if hitting as well could set to anyone on the court. Exa- yeah. You, Almost. You Front court, back court. Everyone's ready to hit. And even if you're not hitting, you'll probably fake. Yeah. Because so that's, that's important. Anyway. And it's, yeah. like... It's insane. It's it's so good. It's so it's so interesting to watch and like I, yeah. It's very interesting to watch too because there's not a lot of downtime or something mm-hmm. like football or soccer yeah. is like I, I played soccer for years but it's like kind of boring like Cause it takes it, a long time for something to happen like it's a lot of just like passing volleyball like every every play there will be a point. Yeah. And yeah. every point is like someone's mistake too which yeah. is kind of interesting. Yeah. So you have to learn to be really resilient. Because you're going to make, like, dozens of mistakes throughout your whole game. And you can still win. Yeah, whether or not the mistakes are losing you points or or not. Exactly, yeah. And you have to be really resilient and have really good mental toughness to say, okay, I'm not going to let that bother me. Yeah. Now, the ball's coming over the net. Let's go, you know? Because, like, especially as as such a, like, uniquely team sport. Like, like things like soccer and and basketball, like, you have so much downtime. But Mm -hmm. because your team is, like everybody is important no matter where because there's only like what six people on the court six and and there's like a seventh who can come on and off the okay court. yeah but yeah six yeah because like everybody is important so like if if you goof up you just got to be like let's go exactly we got it i can't if i bring you guys down now we're gonna lose we gotta go yeah and that's that's why it's so cooperative compared to other sports as well because you can say let's say in basketball or soccer you can kind of have that like one star who okay. can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. They can take the ball, they can go and they can score, they can run up and, you know, yeah. deke five people at volleyball. It's like, you get everyone, the ball's coming at you and you've got to play it. And if one person gets to hit the ball, you know, maybe one time. Also, sorry, I don't They mean... really can't have that much effect yeah. on the game. Yeah. It's very Like, no, no you, yeah. you, can, you can be, you can have that moment, but everybody has that moment because, like, you can only hit it place, once. Yeah, the placement. Yeah. You have no idea. The most wild thing about it, too, is that, like, you know, the other team targets the weakest link, too. 100%. They'll, like, hit the ball exactly <laughs> to that person that they know won't hit it. And, like, yeah. that's, like, obviously when you're playing more, like, varsity, you're, like, more 
professionally, whatever. It's like no one's like that weak of a link. But you know, like when you play like rec or something, there's always the one person that everyone mm-hmm. targets because yeah, and it happens right up to the professional level. Yeah, mm-hmm. coaches before you serve typically will tell you who to serve at, right, based yeah. off of their game plan. It might yeah. be just so the best person doesn't serve. It might be because of the position they're in. But anytime you're serving, you're passing the ball to, you're thinking, okay, are they targeting me because I'm bad? Yeah. And then that, that gets on your confidence too. It's like a really mental sport. Yeah. It's like every time you touch the ball, it has to be like perfect yeah. for things to work. Like it's really, it's a very interesting dynamic. And then, yeah, other, other than like one-on-one games like tennis or like whatever other games, because I'm losing my mind trying to think of, I just thought of tennis right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like... Like you like you were saying, like all other large sports, you have that downtime. If you're not in the action, it's like, well, I'm going to wait here until the ball gets closer. Like, yes. You're just kind of like running around, like, like waiting for the ball. Baseball, you have that like position. moment of like adrenaline and it's like, well, do I run now? <laughs> what do I do? But yeah, no, it, volleyball is insane, especially with the cooperation as well. I'm, I'm like I'm so glad you were talking. You you talked about it because like there's not a lot of sports that I actually like even like to watch either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but volleyball was nuts. Just mm-hmm. watching uh, that varsity, well, yeah, nope, alumni game. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. And I was like, this is so cool. And it made me really want to play. And then I was just like, I got to worry about school and, and <laughs> to work a full, like the whole month of December. I was like, nah, let's not worry about this right now. But yeah, it's insane. I, I love it so much. Yeah. Good. I'm really glad. Yeah. Tell us some more things about it. You want to hear more about it? I yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I like about it is that it's versatile. Mm-hmm. You can play it inside, you can play beach, you can play on the grass. There's what's even the, what's the concrete court. Concrete, ooh. Yeah, a lot of nine-man leagues will use um, concrete, which is very bad for your knees. I wouldn't right. recommend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's an easy bad. way to get like a ton, a ton of courts to have like a giant tournament uh, um, summer. But yeah, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that way. I prefer indoor. Right, yeah. Um, yeah but beach is harder for you to like jump and stuff. It is. And it's it's less about precise skill and like you can't. I don't know how to explain it. It's more of like raw athleticism and like good shots. Like it's right. Whereas there's much more plays and stuff you can do with six people on a court mm-hmm. yeah. indoor. Like I just find the options are more endless. And yeah. how many people are like? Is it generally? It's generally six people, right? Indoor. Any most most uh, indoor is six. Yeah. Professionally and beach is two. What? So it's a smaller court. Oh God! Yeah. I, for some reason, I like I was at least expecting four for beach, but no. like. But oh, in no. recreational leagues, there's a lot of just beach whatever. fours. I fours see. is a really typical beach league kind of mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for just fun. Um, yeah, and then even indoor, you can play like recreational. You can play like reverse sixes, so you have the women in the front, men in the back, with a lower net, and everyone can kind of play cooperatively. So. Mm. Um, net height doesn't become a factor and you can play co-ed in more kind of interesting ways than a lot of other sports that right. don't yeah. allow as much co-ed play in a safe way also. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it's affordable, which is unique about volleyball too, because a gym space is much less expensive than yeah. rink space or fields, field time. Yeah. Upkeep. Uh, oh, you don't really so. need equipment to play volleyball. There yeah. is equipment you can buy, but you just show up. Hope that, like, yeah. usually if someone's setting it up, like they already, you don't need to replace much. No, like, like over time, kind of thing. So like, yeah, like if yeah. you have shoes, you can play. Knee pads are helpful, <laughs> but not yeah. not mandatory, you know. And how do you make like huge plays on concrete? Like, do people just like have bloody legs after? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they just don't die. Like, I actually don't know. I've never... No, I'm, I'm just. I keep thinking about this. Is like. 
you're so limited and your knees are going to explode. Like, there's... <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. These are good questions uh, that I don't know the answer to because I've never fine. played Nine Man. I had a friend in high school who played, um, but you have to have some kind of Asian ancestry to play. Oh. So she asked me if I had any kind of Asian ancestry. I don't, so mm. I couldn't play. But Interesting. Yeah, it's a really, seems like super fun. Um, I'd recommend like watching some videos of sounds, Nine Man. It's pretty fun. Sounds wild. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We could talk about the, the non-contact aspect of yeah. that. Right. Yeah. That was kind of an uh, interesting thing, mm-hmm. especially in this time of concussion awareness. And... Oof. Right. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that about it. Yeah. Although I did get a concussion playing, but that was unrelated <laughs> really to the, the sport. Yeah. It wasn't. Another... It's was just a, a freak accident, really. So That happens then. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but yeah, there's also you learn how to deal with your emotions in a more productive way because you can't just like go and hit someone or mm. there's a literally a physical barrier in between you and the other team with yeah, the but, net. So yeah. yeah. Being upset with them. Like they can literally pick on you if you're, if you're starting to do poorly and then they like pick on you because of that, they're playing at that. And then you do more poorly. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no f- proper interaction. You just have to like, you have to manage it or get off the court. Like exactly. there's no in between. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Those are some things about volleyball. Yeah. No, yeah. volleyball is dope. Like, thanks, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a big advocate for volleyball. No, absolutely. And that's awesome because, like, yeah, as you said, like, we don't really play sports, so it's nice to have sports. That unique perspective, which, yeah. honestly, it's not that unique. We're just lazy people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's not about laziness, too. Like, I don't play that many sports anymore. I feel like it's something you have to really grow up with. Mm-hmm. do a lot to have like, that passion for yeah. it i don't want to think about how many hours i put into playing <laughs> this sport yeah like an excessive amount it yeah. was super fun and i loved every second of it yeah because it's a great outlet and yeah lots of good skills come out of it but yeah it's a it's less of a hobby it's more of a, a life- lifestyle yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like most sports are too like if if you really want to be serious about them like you have to build your life around it even mm-hmm. even like a lot of what I would imagine, like, would you call it varsity? Is that what it's called? Varsity sports? Mm-hmm. Like, during, like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, like, you build your school schedule around it to 100%. make sure, like, you, like, it's a whole thing, and that's very, yeah, intense. They say school is the priority, but it's really athletics. No. School is the thing you do alongside athletics, but they're almost equal in the amount of time you put in mm-hmm. and, yeah, commitment. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I feel like cool. I've talked a lot, so yeah, probably. Like, yeah, no, I think good. it's your turn. That's good. Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your thing? Um, Brand. so my thing is uh, a video game. It's a game that I really enjoy. I like the concept of I've played. I I played like a little bit so long ago, and then they remade it for the Switch, and then I got that, and I didn't even beat it yet, but. I've had so much, like, I had so much fun with it. It's such a good concept. The game is called Katamari Damacy, or Damacy. I'm not sure exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the it's the wildest game. I've, like, the whole concept of the game is so weird and wild. It's my favorite thing in the world. So the, the premise of... <laughs> uh, the premise of the game... Um, so... <laughs> I, I even like the way they they've described it. Um, this game is a, a, effectively like a, like a like a puzzle game. Um, you're a little dude, literally like a couple centimeters tall, 
and you have what's called a, a katamari, which is just a ball um, that's about the same size as you um, that allows objects to be stuck to it. And the whole point is that you have to roll up objects to, to have them grow in size um, to create stars in the sky. Um, but the premise is that the, what was it, the, the king of all cosmos, your father, um, in a drunken stupor, guy was having a lit party and just destroyed all the stars in the sky, including the moon. Oh, no. And he was like, like it's literally like the whole, the beginning cutscene. He just, he wrecks space. And then he's just like, oh, I goofed. My bad. And then he, he's like, hey, son, go fix this. And you're like, okay, dad. Here's a katamari. Go fix it. Go collect things until it's dense enough to make stars, and mm. that's the game. That sounds fun. It's 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 very unique. Um, I feel like you would probably enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that yeah. sounds bearable. For <laughs> yeah. Game. yeah. Um, the the controls are a little bit unique. Like, um, you don't really press any other buttons. I think there's a button for jumping, but you jump like a couple feet, so it's not like a couple centimeters relative to your character. Right. Um, and it's generally always like that. Um, the, the two joysticks, typically on a controller, um, you push them both forward to go forward, both back to go back. Uh, you push the left one to turn. Hmm. And then if you want to turn faster, you're like up and then down, and you'll like really spin. Um, but that's the, that's, the, um, extent. that's the extent of the controls. Um, and yeah, you, like, when you start out, like the first, I think generally the first mission you have, you, I think you're like a couple centimeters tall. You have to collect, like, tacks, ants, paper clips, and then you get up to, like, pencils and things like that. <laughs> um, and then generally each level, you have to collect either a certain, certain number of things or you have to become a certain size within a time limit. Mm. And those are the typical levels. Um, and if you, if, um, if you get uh, to a certain... If you, if you exceed the goal in, like, a crazy amount, um, the star that you create turns into, like, a shooting star. Um, if you, like, barely squeak by, your dad's like, this is, this is the best you can do. You are my son. Okay. Come on, dad. It's all your plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, there's no... Like, the whole game is goofy and whimsical. It's one of my favorite types of humor, too. Um, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll show you afterwards because if I play a video, it's like it's not going to mean anything for anybody else. This is not a visual medium. But um, have a look at any trailers or any like uh, yeah cinematics for Katamari Damacy. Um, and like even like the um, the the guy that made it. Uh, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, it's uh, Kaita Takahashi. Um, he kind of had this idea uh, closer to uh, like the early 2000s or, or 19, like the, the late 1990s, um, and he he like he, he literally just wanted to make uh, like a goofy game. It was very unique. There's not really it really has no competition. Like there's no games like it, um, and it was basically like a sleeper hit. Like it it did really well. Um, for being such a small, unique kind of title. There's actually been, um, I was looking it up, I think there's been like 15 Katamari games. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are Japan releases. I think in North America we've had, I think, four or five. Um, and what really sparked my interest back into it is that um, there's a phone app. I mean, I, I've always loved Katamari Damacy, and I've just never, growing up, I never had uh, like the GameCube or we didn't really have money to get all the games we wanted we were given certain video games we were like oh i lucked out i got legend of zelda sick i'm gonna that's my favorite now um but yeah there's a phone there's a phone app game and it's the same concept 
Um, you start super small, you're picking up like small things, and then you just go to bigger things. But th- in the game, you're on a track, and then if you hit too many obstacles or try to pick up something too big, um, your dad just gets really upset, and you hit, hit th- uh, three things that are too big kind of consecutively, he just smashes your thing, and he's just like, start over. This sucks. And it's just like a simple premise for that game, but it was like, oh, this is really fun. And then it's on the kind of s- like that Boulder game. I don't know if people played that. I don't remember what it's called, but it was like pretty popular. I think. Well, I, I think you ever heard of that? It's like just a boulder you rolled down a hill and it got bigger as you click. Yeah, like it's it's like a typical like snow like I think some of the <laughs> mini games or like some of the challenge missions like you have to build a like a, you have to build a snowman so you have to get snow um, just um, in a specific amount of time and build a snowman. Um, there was one that I actually played recently that was really cool. Um, you have to you. So some of the missions are kind of challenging specifically because your dad will be like, hey, we want to build this constellation. Um, it's a, I think, I don't remember if I played it or if I looked it up because it, was, it just fit in so well. Um, your dad's just like, hey, I want to build a constellation and it's a constellation of a bear. So use your Katamari, only pick up bears. Hmm. If you pick up anything else, trash. And, like, that's the humor of it, too. So, like, you start off, you're picking up, like, gummy bears and, like, teddy bears. And then you move up to real bears. You go outside. Like, generally, you start in, like, a house. Um, and then if you if you get to a certain size, you you are able to roll over the obstacles to go outside, like, into the yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can go into the forest. And um, when you get to, like, the later... Like, your character is always going to be, like, like, a couple centimeters tall. Um, but sometimes the Katamari that you get is, like, house-sized. And it's just like, hey... We need bigger stars. Go pick up cars and houses. Pick up some people. They don't like. We don't care. We just need to make a. And it, the whole game is wild. It's so it's so buck buck wild. It's it's the best. Just the 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 kind of goofiness. Like it doesn't take itself seriously. And it's a very simple premise. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, if I remember correctly, like it, it won it won a bunch of awards uh, coming out. It had it had a huge success in Japan. Um, it's not telling me what kind of awards it got. But uh, oh, oh, and it's like for 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 most things, it's like eighty or ninety uh, in terms of a score. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody just loves it. It's just it's just a so it's like this it, weird yeah, it's quirky such a simple concept. That oh, it's like yeah, for at least hold on, let me um, let me at least show Aaron because I I have the game. I showed you right. Yeah. Um, Can you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so audio's not going to play, is it? No. Cool. Um, but yeah, no. So it's just it's just this nonsense. Like, the animation is so weird. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, it's like, it is me and my one friend. <laughs> that is your stuff. <laughs> me, like, me and my, my one friend, Matt, Matt Campbell, who who generally does the music for, like, he does the, the, the music for our background. Um, and he, he, him and Jim Parrott do, like, our, our outro music. Um, oh, actually, can, can you put the volume up? The music is insane. It's it's. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, it's in, it's insanity. It's one of my favorite things. Also, yeah, your dad is huge. It, it's just the greatest. It's the greatest thing in the world. Ooh, dance party time. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 so good, and like I haven't played a lot of it, but that's the game. It's so simple. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it shows your character, like, you can't see the ball anymore. 
They're just rolling up like skyscrapers. Yep. <laughs> and wow. it's, yeah, it's the best game in the entire world. And I'm pretty sure I know about this game because of Matt Campbell. Um, every, I, 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 I can, there, I can't. There's no real more things to say about it. Just look it up. It, it, it's so fun. It, it's so, it's so, it's so stupid. And like that's my favorite thing when something something is like, hey, we're gonna be goofy and we're not cringy about it. We're not like, we're not bad. We're actually like fun and 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 it's just like we're not cool. I don't care. <laughs> that's like my favorite um, aesthetic. Just not just not being not trying to not trying to be something specific. It's like I wanted to do this and I did it. I don't care if anybody likes it. But the fact that everybody did and it's been it's like the the reroll um, came out I think last year. For the Switch, like just because it was like, hey, people like this, let's do it again. (laughs) And I believe it's the first game. Anyways, it's so good. Mm. I'm I'm just so happy about it. And even like the music, I'm gonna go home and play it. I'm very. We gotta make dinner, but I'm (laughs) really excited about this game. Yeah. Anyways, roll up some food into our dinner. (laughs) You were gonna (laughs) go in our fridge and roll it all up. You hate that. You hate when f- there's too many things in food. No, I don't. Not not too many things, but when there's too many random things. Well, no. when they don't necessarily coalesce. Properly. Okay. Yeah. Sure. There. The... I hated that I said that joke. So it was dumb. Yes. But I. Uh... I loved everything. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I was gonna say too. Like I, there was a point in time when uh, when uh, we were in high school. Um, we would just, me and Matt, when we were left to our own devices, we would just, like, do weird things, and not, like, to each other or anything. Like, Matt tried to make a s'mores once, uh-huh. uh, and he was texting me about it, and then he, like, sh- he sent me a picture about it, and I was like, Matt, this is a bad idea. Um, he wanted to make s'mores, but he didn't have proper marshmallows or chocolate. He had graham crackers. So he put a graham cracker on a plate in the microwave, and he put mini marshmallows in glossettes. And then he warmed it. Glass sets wouldn't melt. And then it was just the worst thing in the entire world. Yeah. Like he had a bad time. And he also tried to make like a sandwich. I think it had like fried chicken and waffles, but he didn't have the right ingredients. <laughs> and it was just like a mess. I, I remember I tried making like some weird egg sandwich, but I used like Nutella in it, and I was like, oh. I'll, I have to eat this now because I made it. I'm not gonna throw it away, but this sucks. <laughs> it's just a whole well, thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, well, this is a, some good food experimentation. Yeah. It's like. T- these things taste good apart. Why won't they taste good together? I can tell you why, but they don't. <laughs> Let's yeah. not. It doesn't matter why. Yeah. Anyways, we just have extra time. Yeah. Oh, We've never really ended this uh, this early. Oh wow. Yeah. Sorry. No, I sorry. messed up your. Uh, no, it's flow. No, I like, I can talk more about Katamari, but it's literally just like I just want to play it. I want to show more visual media in an audio. Medium. It's, it doesn't make sense. It's just the game is the game. Everyone should play it. Everyone should look up videos, look up cutscenes. It's 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 so good. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Normally we just like run out of time because we talk about more things. Yeah. But it's nice to have the extra time. Yeah. It's it's nice to not be in a rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is, is, was there anything we can we can add more little likes? Anything else that oh, got you excited yeah. today? That's a great idea. Oh, me excited today. Hmm. Or just in general? I cleared out my email inboxes. It's been... Uh, oh, first of all, I have, I don't know, 
eight emails. Oh, I was about to say that yeah. I regularly when you said check. boxes, I was like, uh oh. Oh yeah. yeah, I have like two Trent emails. I have two personal emails. Only got to one of them. <laughs> I have two school board emails. I think I'm. Anyways. And do you have the other one for? Oh yeah, I have a teacher side the box email. Yeah. I, I don't even. I think there's more. I don't even want to keep counting. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, I cleared out most of them and followed up on some things that I this the best. missed. <laughs> when you when you have like a building list of of like to do, and it's like, yeah, if I don't do you, it's not going to technically affect my life. Yeah, but you're like staring at me. Stop it. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily like cleaning it out, but I like that it's done. Mm. Yeah. It took like my whole day though, which is oh like gosh. Well, I tried, I was like inspired by you once and I tried to do it. Like when you first started to do your Trent one, Mm -hmm. I did not get very far. I still have like 3,000 emails in there. Oh, wow. I don't know what to do with that. You have to be very like consistent with your folder. I can't. Like, I. When you say clean them out, do you you mean like deleting stuff or do you mean like Like sorting it? Sorting it into folders and then deleting like use, like some stuff's useless. Okay. So deleting Mm -hmm. that. Like, I like my inbox to have nothing in it. Yeah. I got you. And there's all this stuff that yeah. I need to like follow up on, I flag, but generally. Yeah. Sorry, this isn't the most interesting radio. It's no. just a tidbit. No, no, no. This, this is what our show is. Talking about <laughs> stuff we like. Are you kidding? Random stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like my just like in general is still Stardew Valley. Just, yeah, you're still ripping that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, like, it's. You were playing it today, and then you were, you, you were like, yeah, let's just hang out and play video games. And I was on my phone because I didn't feel like playing the Switch. But you were playing the Switch until you fell asleep. Yeah. And then you woke up, and you're like, it's time time to play more. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a good game, okay? And I'm tired, so. Hmm. Anyway, um, I guess we can quickly say thank you to um, Matt Campbell, which we've already said, sort of. And... Uh, Jim Parrott for creating well Matt Campbell for creating this music and letting us use it and then also for this last song which we're going to play Yeah. oh if anybody cares and I hope you do um, the last Universal Common Ancestor um, Luca the the the, the the stuff that Matt and Jim do they're they're actually going to do another EP oh yeah that's sweet oh actually let me see I already put the other show I know, I can... Oh, you already sent it? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Aww. Sorry, we can play a different one next time. It's just... No, it's fair. Um, Because I I like... um, Because Matt has a side project, his own... I'm pretty sure it's only him, but it doesn't honestly matter. Um, it's it's just good stuff. Um, but he has he has his own thing called Other Species. Yeah. Um, where he's done, like... He's, like, recorded, um, like, being on... Uh, the subway or things like that and then adding music to it to kind of create like a, a nicer soundscape mm. um, which is really nice but that's cool yeah. we'll play that next time yeah sounds great but for right now we're gonna play spiral arms by luca that's pretty usual have a great day Bye. see you later <laughs>